Hey, welcome guys to another edition of Sports Daddy TV presents the Coastal Bros. I'm your host, Big Chief Daddy, and on this episode, we're going to break down some week uh, 11 NFL games, as well as talk um, about the crazy ending that happened in in the end of the Thursday night football game between the Browns and the Steelers, the Almost choke job by the Chiefs <clears throat> against the Chargers. Almost a remnants of last time they played each other. Um, how well did I do on my picks this week? And also, I will be joined by Joey Two Wallets. As he will be back this week, and we will be talking NFL Week 12 picks uh, later on in the episode. So, sit back, enjoy, thank you for listening, and let's get into the show in a bit. All right, guys, welcome back, and all right, let's get into the Thursday night game that happened this past week between the Browns and the Steelers. Fortunately, that's another game I did not see coming. I actually had the Browns winning 27, I mean, I had the Pittsburgh Steelers winning 27-10. And fortunately, the Browns decided to show up. Now, did Baker Mayfield show me that his name shouldn't be on that famous Browns jersey? Nah, not really. I mean, he had, he was 12, uh, 17 for 32 for 193 and two touchdowns. Good job. Nick Chubb, decent, almost cracked 100 yards. Um, rushing and Odell Beckham had a couple good catches, um, four for 60. And but you know, Mason Rudolph he showed the fact that he's young and yeah, he's not a starter in this league. He wouldn't have been a starter if the quarterbacks for Pittsburgh didn't get hurt. Um, he had a bad game 23 for 44, 221 yards, one touchdown, four picks. And a knock on the head. So I mean, I mean, I, we can get right into it, I guess. With with, I mean, the game is the game. Baltimore, I mean, Cleveland, Cleveland came to play. Pittsburgh did not. Plain and simple, I was shocked. James Conner didn't play. Samuel's played. He couldn't. He couldn't run the ball. Nobody can catch the ball. You know, and Rudolph was a colorblind. He loved that orange, so that's why he kept throwing the ball to them. So I'm watching the game, and I'm I, I'm going to be honest. I'll be the first one to tell you. I didn't see the ending. I didn't see all the craziness live because I had to um, get up early the next day and take my daughter to school. So you know, I went to sleep. And when I woke up, I was like, I missed the the best part of this whole entire game. This game was not interesting. This game was not entertaining. Maybe for if you're a Cleveland Browns fan. But this game wasn't entertaining for at least for me watching it on TV. But when I saw the ending of what happened when. So I turned the game off as soon as Rudolph throws his fourth interception. I was like, game over. I'm going to bed. I didn't realize that I was going to miss a. MMA type of mugging between Miles Garrett, Mason Rudolph, um, 
and a couple other the a couple other um people from Pittsburgh Steelers beating up on Miles Garrett now <clears throat> hey Mason Rudolph got hit he didn't like the fact that he got hit hard and he went after Garrett and then he tried to pull Garrett's helmet off but also if you look at a picture um he hits Garrett below the belt so Garrett rips his helmet off that's that okay that I get okay you rip the guy's helmet off yeah you shouldn't do that either but hey you know the heat of the moment I get it but what I have a little Okay, you drop the helmet and maybe okay, you drop the helmet and now you're gonna try to hit him with your fist. That's I get okay, you can do that. You don't want to break your hand and you don't want to get charged with using a weapon. That didn't happen. Miles Garrett swings his Mason Rudolph's helmet and hits Mason Rudolph with his own helmet. Um causing um a bit another big old brawl. Now Mason Garrett, he was or I keep calling him Mason. It's, it's Miles Garrett and Mason Rudolph. Sorry about that, guys. Miles Garrett gets suspended for the entire season. Um, for the rest of the season, he actually has an appeal happening. Um, on Wednesday, as I record this on Tuesday, the happening tomorrow Wednesday. So when you're listening to this on Wednesday, as I dropped a little earlier, earlier I'm dropping this podcast a little earlier than normal. Uh, so we'll see what his appeals happens. What he's what's going to happen with his appeals? Because I think he's he's still going to get suspended for the rest of the year. I don't I don't see him not getting suspended for the rest of the year. So it's going to be very to me. It's interesting to see what happens with the with him. What. What gets me more concerned, though, is, is why did Mason Rudolph get zero? So Mason Rudolph got zero. He didn't get anything when it came to uh, the melee. No, no, no suspension for him. You know, that's that's absurd. He started the whole thing. He should have got something. But again, NFL protecting his quarterbacks. Yep, that's just that's just the way the NFL is now. Now I guess you can start a fight knowing you're not going to get suspended because your everything's good. So, I mean, hey, what could I say? I hope Miles Garrett maybe gets like a two game suspension, but I mean, when you hit a guy with his own helmet, you could have did some serious harm. You know, you could have did some serious serious harm in that in that game. So, we'll see what happens. As far as the next game, hey, I won this game, folks. Baltimore won, and I had it 35-27. I thought this game was going to be a shootout. I thought this game was going to be great. As far as this, you know, we had Lamar Jackson versus Deshaun Watson. You know, Louisville versus Syracuse. This is a great game. And that's all it was. It was a good game in the beginning because after that, it was all Ravens, 41-7. to This defense for the Ravens is 
good. You know, they're really good. But Watson had his struggles. He was sacked six times. So he couldn't get protection. Carlos Hyde couldn't really run the ball, even though he had 65 yards. Watson was 18 for 29, but for 169 yards, no touchdowns, though. Hyde did have a touchdown. That's the only touchdown of the game. But the the man, the myth, the legend, Lamar Jackson on his way, I believe, maybe to winning another MP, or not another, but an MVP this season. Um, it was 17 for 24, 17 out of 24 for 222 yards, four touchdowns, no picks, only got sacked once. And, you know, the leading rusher for the Ravens was um, Gus Edwards with eight carries, 112 yards, one touchdown. You know, uh, Mark Andrews was the leading re- reception for the for the uh, Baltimore, but their defense was on fire. I mean, if I'm looking at the stats for the defense, they had seven sacks in this seven sacks in this game total for the Ravens. They're, they're, they're unstoppable. Um, they might be a contender. Actually, no, they are a contender, but they might actually play, spo- play spoiler in when it comes to the Pats and the Pats getting to the Super Bowl or the Chiefs getting to the Super Bowl. I got to say that the Ravens probably are heavy favorite to win um, the AFC and go into the Super Bowl. So the next game we had, it was my upset pick. Didn't happen. I had it 24-17 Bears. And listen, the damn Bears let me down. They could have been up at least, if not six, six nothing early. Could have been at least maybe even ten nothing early. But no, the Bears are the Bears. And Mitchell Trubisky gets benched in this game. Um, you know, you can't, I can't believe it when it goes, I mean, Chicago has a chance to go up big. They get a fumble, you know, then you get two missed field goals, one in the beginning, missed field goal after nine play drive. Then you get the fumble by the Rams. Then you turn it over on downs in seven plays. Um, so you don't score there. Then you get the interception. So you're thinking, I mean, this is like a crazy game. This is a Joey Two Wallace game when it comes to the the uh when it came to the beginning of this game. Then what happens? Another missed field goal by um Pinero again. The kickers, you know, a kickers in Chicago, Chicago with the kickers. If you're a kicker, you don't want to go to Chicago, man, because you miss you miss kicks. It happened last year, happened now again. Then finally, the Rams open up with the field goal in the beginning. Then they get an interception. They score a touchdown. They end the half. They're up ten nothing. Chicago makes it a game. They score in their first possession of the second uh, of the uh, of the first half. 
But then a bunch of punts. Mind you, this game was really boring. I, in fact, I actually turned this game off and watched The Walking Dead because I rather watched The Walking Dead than I than the rest of this game. Um, I kind of just saw some of the highlights again, and I'm kind of going through what what happened, but just on the phone. Uh, Ram score late touchdown towards the uh, end of the fourth quarter, making it 17 to seven, and then boom, it's pretty much end of your game. So it was a boring game, real boring game. Um, Mitchell Trubisky needs to be let go. Um, I know Joey Chawas made a made a uh, suggestion that maybe the New York Giants should trade Eli Manning to the Bears. Um, he there it was during one of his uh, one of the trade deadlines. He was shocked that the Bears couldn't make that deal. The Giants couldn't make that deal. Said it would help both teams. So very very interesting. Uh, I wonder if Giant fans out there would they would maybe would make that deal. You're a New York Giants fan. Would you trade Eli Manning to the Bears for first round, second round, couple draft picks? Um, I don't know who you'd get as far as a player goes, but just say here you go, Eli. So you're not sitting on the bench. You could uh, maybe you should have traded him. I don't know. You know, I guess maybe you can still trade him. Since Daniel Jones is your future, and the future is now. So let's get into the Monday Nighter now. And the Monday Nighter was, I had it. See, I had the game as 38 35 Kansas, Kansas City. So I knew it was going to be a close game. Chiefs end up winning 24 17. That's not the story of the game. The story is how much the Chiefs almost choked their butts off again. They're up 24 to 9. And Mahomes did not have a good game in the beginning. You know, they're down. They were down three early. They gave up a a field goal to to the Chargers. Then they had then the Chargers got lucky. Chiefs got lucky and the Chargers missed the field goal to go up six nothing. But then Mahomes five plays throws a pick. But then Phillip Rivers throws a pick. Phillip Rivers threw a lot of picks in this game. Phillip Rivers threw two picks um, in all, in two picks within um, maybe 10 minutes of the game. Then finally the Chiefs score a touchdown pass. They are up 7-3. to three. They allow another field goal. They kick a field goal, then they allowed another field goal. So it wasn't Rivers to San Diego was shooting themselves in or San Diego, sorry. LA Chargers were shooting themselves in the foot. One step forward, two steps back, couldn't attack. Um the Chiefs started very, very, very slow. I mean, in the and for just for the game, Patrick Mahomes was 19 for 32, 182, one touchdown, one pick. Sack once. Well, I don't know if it's really a sack. I think he just gave up his his position. But he also was a leading rusher. So when you're the leading rusher and you lose Tyreek Hill, hamstring issue. So he was out and you lost um, Damian Williams, who looks like he might have broke a rib on a nice tackle by another guy, one of the guys. So either way, you go up 10 to 9. But then, you boom, you score. 
In the first, in the second half, you open the scoring with a Daryl Williams touch, six-yard touchdown run, which um, I was like, okay, you know, we, we another Williams, right? So that's cool. Then Travis Kelsey, who had a pretty good night, kind of quiet night, um, scored a touchdown pass, a 23-yard touchdown pass from Mahomes. So you're up 24 to nine. And I'm thinking that that was probably I was in the third quarter, and that was with four, uh, four fifty six. So then it was like, okay, I'm thinking you know this might be a blowout, man. It's twenty four to nine. But back in my head, I go, I can't, I can't. They're gonna, they're gonna come back. They're, I mean, uh, San Diego, or I mean, I keep calling them San Diego, L.A., the L.A. Chargers. They, uh, you know, they have a tendency of making it come back late. And I said, you're going to have a Philip Rivers moment. So they scored a seven yard touchdown pass to make it 24 to 15. Then they get the two point conversion. So now it's 24, 17. And that was the scoring folks. Cause in the fourth quarter, in the fourth quarter alone, it was crazy. Okay. <clears throat> in the fourth quarter, we had punts, punts, and also two interceptions. Now, what I have the problem with is that the defense for the Chiefs could not stop Rivers. They got some key interceptions. One was, and one interception was, was on a, uh, uh, I want to say a strip. Clark hit Rivers and, and the ball popped out and landed in a defensive lineman's uh, lap. Easiest pick he'll ever get. People are, oh, Frank Clark is good for having a good game, but he played a rookie. So he played a rookie tackle. So I won't know what Clark what Clark does until later in the week, in a couple of weeks. They have a bye now. They have a bye week. And they have a big um, coming up for division lead against the uh, the Raiders coming up. With the in a, in a couple of weeks after that bye week they'll have a division win and I believe you know I think the Raiders play the Jets <clears throat> when I'll get to my picks um, later with, with uh, Joey Two Wallets but yeah those are my recap for the game I went two and two hey what could I say I, I thought I'd be a little bit better I was I didn't think the Browns would do that and. If the damn Bears could stop, you know, they could have went up big. And and thank goodness, though, for, you know, Phillip Rivers doing Phillip Rivers things, throwing four picks, four interceptions. But that Chiefs defense, you're not beating anybody. I'm a Chief fan right now, guys. I'm a big Chief fan. And I'm telling you right now that the Chiefs aren't beating Baltimore, even though they beat Baltimore already. And I, I don't know. We'll see in a couple of weeks if they can even beat. I mean, they week 13 is around the corner. And week 13, they play the Raiders. And after that, week 14 is the match that everybody wanted to see. Everybody thought it was going to be the, the preview of the AFC Championship from last year. They thought maybe it would be this year with the Patriots. But I want the Chiefs to beat the Patriots. Don't get me wrong. Don't get it wrong. I'm hoping the Chiefs beat the Patriots. Do I think the Chiefs will beat the Patriots in Foxborough? 
that's something for debate. You know, but eleven and five might not win you the division. Twelve and four most likely is going to win you the division. If you finish same record, you better hope you win against the Raiders after your bye week. Andy Reid is pretty good after his bye week, so we'll see what happens. But anyways, well, I'm going to take a little bit of a break, and when I come back, we'll be joined by Joey Two Wallet as we give our NFL Week 12 picks for this coming up games and see what if we have any upset picks. Well, we have the upset alert. So I'll be right back, and I'll be joined by, again, Joey Two Wallets. Be right back. Hey, guys. Welcome to another edition of uh, Sports Daddy TV presents the Coastal Bros with the pigskin pick'em for your NFL games week 12. Almost the season is almost over. Got a month of the season. That's it left. And I am back and I am here to stay. I had to deal with some family issues, but I am back. Let's get it on. All right, let's get it on. So uh, we're going to talk first thing. We'll do, we'll break it down. We'll do we're going to give you uh, a few games here. Not all the games, but just some. And we're going to start it off with the very intriguing matchup on Thursday night between the Colts and the Texans. And the only reason why I say it's intriguing to me as a Chief fan is because what team do you not want to play at home if you're the Chiefs? Colts. You're damn straight, buddy. I don't want to play the Colts. So, in that saying, I want the Colts to win on Thursday. I'm going to, yes, because if the Colts win, they're seven and four. They're leading the division. They get a home game. Good point. If the Texans lose, they can possibly play Chiefs in Missouri, and we beat, we beat Watson. And this time, Watts not there. I and their running game is not that great in Houston. Mac is running the ball all over the place in Indy. I don't want to play the Colts. I'm gonna be wearing my Burchette jersey. I don't have one, but if I had one, I'm going to root big. I'll go find me a white horseshoe and a blue hat and put it together and walk away, run around all day with that. But you know what? That, after after listening to you, you convinced me. Uh, I completely agree, actually, with you. Uh, from a Chiefs fan standpoint, yeah, this is a Chiefs standpoint. I'm. This is just not. This is. I, I'm not being Mister Guy in the fence. This is not in the fence. You know, I'm going straight up. I do not want the Texans to win this game and for me to face the Colts. I do not want the Chiefs to play the Colts. That's okay. assuming. That's assuming. That the Chiefs can hold on and get their act together, and they got a big game in a couple weeks because they have a bye. But getting off, I don't want to get off topic too much. I got the Colts winning 24 17 against uh, the Texans. Texans didn't play that great last week against Baltimore, but I don't know. That's that's what I'm going with. I think I'm going more for heart than my brain. 
We're, our, our scores are actually really close, but I will say this much. You're fighting from the Chiefs' perspective. Now I gotta look at my Titans' perspective. We have a problem with the Colts, man. And we're a game back, and we beat the Texans. The Texans ain't no problem for us. And we beat Deshaun Watson as well. You know, for some reason, he can't handle our linebackers. I think that's Deshaun Watson. If every team that has quick to fast linebackers with good, accurate tackling, Deshaun Watson has a problem with those teams. Look at the Ravens. Good tackling. Deshaun Watson scores how many points last week? Just saying. So, uh, my headline for this game is Texans can't afford to lose because if they do, they still got to face the Titans twice. They're going to get screwed. Okay, I don't care how you I don't care how you slice it. Titans is not coming in there and playing. Mike Frabel's got the Texans number. You said 24-17, right? And you got Colts? Yep. I got 25-19, but I got the Texans winning. This is the game they can't afford to lose. Okay. Like I said, I mean, look, we lost. The Chiefs lost to both these teams um, at home. So I'm not saying that Houston can't go into Kansas City and beat us because they have, but maybe it's a different Houston team in the playoffs. I just figured the way it goes is I'd rather play Houston with that lack of running game. And I know Carlos Hyde ran every, all over the place, but I don't know. I, I just figured we match up better with Houston than we did with Houston with Indy. Same here. We match up better against Houston and Indy. So I need Houston to actually win because we have problems with the Colts. Okay. So second of all, let's go with um, some afternoon games. I'm going to let you start. Um, which one of your uh, it's gonna be well, since it's afternoon for me in the east coast, but it's morning early breakfast football with you in the west coast out there in California. So, uh, what's your first game you want to talk about? The morning game, um, I'm calling this the Black Monday come early game. When, not if, when the Dolphins beat the Browns, we can say goodbye to that terrible coach. The most undisciplined, most penalized team in the league. The Dolphins will win in Cleveland. Bank the uno to bank day. You want to have that for us, for us non-Spanish speaking folks that are out there. Twenty-one to twenty. Let's get these fins another W and push them back. That's very interesting. All right. So that's your morning game? That's one of them, yeah. One of them. Right. Um, I'm going to go with another morning game, afternoon game. Again, being that it's from the Chiefs perspective. I got a lot of Chiefs perspective games this week. Oakland traveling all the way across country to the Jets. Mm-hmm. Look, the Bengals let me down last week. I thought they were going to somehow magically, maybe mystery, win a game. I didn't pick the Bengals to win, but after seeing that game, I thought, well, maybe they'll have a choice. They'll sneak in and they'll win. They didn't. The Jets aren't doing that either. I'm sorry. It's going to be a showdown of all showdown for week 13. We'll get into that one 
next week. Um, I got it 20, 20 to 10, Oakland. They're, they're just hot. They're hot. They're scary. They're about to make a run. They're for the division. They're about to even possibly spoil somebody's wild card bid in the in the AFC. Maybe the guys from Tennessee. Um, hey. I was messing with you. But, uh, yeah, I got a 20 to 10. I got Oakland winning. I don't care, cross country or not. Yeah, you know we still got Oakland, and that's going to basically be our playoff game later in the season, right? Yeah. Yeah, so. Uh, same with, uh, well, the division winner is going to come out of next week, depending on who it is. It's going to be Chiefs or the Raiders. As if the Raiders win this week, which I think they will. They'll be 7-4. and four. We'll be 7-4. and four. And the Raiders have to win. If we win both the games, maybe we we sneak. Cause I mean, weren't you one of the people doubting the Raiders? Didn't I tell you to don't hate on Gruden? Yeah, I said the same thing last week. Last week I had that. Um, while you were out, I said last week I said the surprise team right now. Wake up, uh, believe it or not, um, as the Raiders came out of nowhere and, and starting to, you know. With their controversy stuff they had all year long, with between um, the Hard Knocks and Mike Madoc and Antonio Brown sagas and and everything that went with it, um, you would you wouldn't think they would be where they're at. And I was like, whoa, they're one game away from the Chiefs in the division. The Chiefs got to keep winning. I thought they'd be good, but um, and then also on the other note, the other surprise team. We'll talk about the NFC. It's got to be the Cardinals. I know the record doesn't show it, but that football team is solid. If you yeah. add a couple players here and there, Murray every week. Look, I know I haven't touched my fantasy, but it's about time that I put Murray in as starting quarterback. I hope. Did you put in Philip Rivers last week? Philip Rivers has been my starting quarterback on your fantasy for the last three years. Oh, boy. I got to look at that score. I'm gonna look it up right now. I'm it's probably minus eighteen. Let's 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 see what Mr. Rivers did to to your team. Oh boy! Oh boy! Oh boy! And then I had my defense on a bye, my running back on a bye, and I have Jacoby, who I know did big, and then my wide receiver did big, and it's like, dag, I'm about to just pay attention, dag, on it. Because Mike Thomas did big, Henry did. Henry had a bye week. But then uh, Josh, he did good for Oakland. And I'm like, <laughs> you want to know the funny part is, is that you won. What? Yeah, you won. How did I win with two people on the bench? Because he had Aaron Rodgers and he didn't take him out. So he left. Um, he didn't have a backup quarterback. So you actually beat him. And Philip Rivers gave you 12.12 points, by the way. Oh, he got out. So he was actually not negative, even with all those picks. But, yeah, you won. You beat him by 14. And that's one of the leaders in our division. So, Okay. Let me guess. It was Mike Thomas, right? Huh? Let me guess. It was Mike Thomas, right, on my team that got the... Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was the... Your highest guy was Ingram. Oh, I take that back. Uh, Brown. What can Brown do for you? 
from the Bills. He gave you 25 points. And Ingram gave you 20. Blow it up. So. Man, I love my waiver wire. But yeah. Yeah, technically, I guess I would have started Murray too, but I guess you'll start Murray next week. Yeah. I'll be starting for the rest of the season. So. All right. So uh, I left off with that. What's your next game you got? What do you got? What do you got a game? All right. The title for this game is The Trade That Should Have Happened. The Chicago Bears and the New York Giants should have. You know what's funny? I checked the cap. The Bears are still $18.7 million under the cap. Guess what Eli Manning's cap hit is? What? 15? After the signing bonus, it is still 18.4. They would have had $500,000 and some change to play with. That's going to get you a groundskeeper. Pretty much. But at the same time, the Giants would be winning. They would be losing this game if they if the Bears had Eli Manning. But since they still got Eli Manning, they're going to win this game 27-21. And then I got that fake quarterback over in Chicago throwing two picks and one and a fourth. That's a, that's um, interesting because um, I actually went with the picks this game. I, I actually was. It's not one of my official picks, but I'm going to give you a score. Because um, I have a, a buddy out there that's a big New York fan. And with the Giants coming off a bye and the Chicago Bears really, really letting me down because they could have easily been up 13 to nothing on the Rams on Sunday night. But two missed. Those are lambs, sir. Lambs. Well, I had them as my upset pick, okay? They were going to be my lock upset pick. I had them upset pick of the week last week was – the Bears beating the Rams, and the Bears let me down. You bet I, money on Trubisky. I lack thereof the Rams. The Rams were horrible the list the week before. So, this is the worst six and four team I've ever seen in my life. The Rams. Right. right. So, with that being said, I have it twenty four seven. Um, the Giants. The Giants winning twenty four seven. Not even close. Um, really? Maybe, you got yeah. that defense that good? I got that offense from Chicago that bad. <laughs> yeah, but they got Cohen. I don't think Cohen's that bad. I got Cohen at least scoring once. Yeah, well, there goes. There's your seven points. Yeah, but I really like Daniel, though. I really, really like Daniel. That kid's awesome. So, yeah, I mean, we're not that far off. I mean, no, I just got him 14 points more, but we pretty much got the same for the Giants. Yep. So, big up for the Giants this week. Yep, my, big up for the Giants. It. So, now, you ready for my upset pick of the week? Yeah. So my upset pick of the week ain't on Sunday night and ain't on Monday night. Well, yeah, because those two, uh, yeah. My upset pick is this. Big D traveling to New England. You're calling it? I'm calling it right calling now. It. Let me get my phone. Hello? Yeah, Daniel's calling right now. Let, oh, let, let, call, let, call, I got to record. Yeah, ready? You going to call call Roger? Yeah, I'm going to record this too. Call call everybody. The Dallas Cowboys go into New England and beat the New England Patriots 27-24. And let me tell you why. Because... 
that Patriots offense is missing something. They did the not look drunk. They did not look good against Philadelphia. And I just think this is time for Mr. Prescott and Mr. Elliott that got all that money to show up. They will. And again, another friend of mine, a big Patriot fan, a couple actually I know, and it's not hating. But I think that, yeah, that the Dallas Cowboys are going to win and beat the Patriots 27-24. That's my upset pick of the week. I am shocked. You calling it? I'm calling it. You just recorded it on your phone. Show did. And I'm posting it, too. Okay. Instagram, here we come. (laughs) Do you have any... uh, Let's now let's get to your afternoon game because I know it's one you want to talk about. So we can get to your afternoon game before we get to the Monday with the Sunday and Monday nighters. Oh yeah, well we all know I'm a Tennessee Titan fan, you know, so this is the revenge game. Everybody knows Jacksonville got us on Thursday night with a rookie quarterback on a short week where Marcus Mariota wasn't feeling good, and we let him score 21 points on accident when we actually had the game in control. I'm just saying this week, we're going to beat them by 10. Ryan Tannehill, who I'm still not on board with, will beat this Jacksonville Jaguars defense. 30-20, to 20, Tennessee Titans get revenge and take hold of second place because the Texans will win. And then we're going to get our revenge on the Colts. Yes, yes, yes. You got Jacksonville winning? Uh, no, 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 no. Um... No, I don't got Jack for that game. I like Tennessee. I actually, um, I'm on board with, Mar- with with Tannehill, and I think Tannehill is your future. I know you don't like it. I know you don't want it. I know you, you're gonna. I, yeah, I see the look. I don't know. I've seen him be good, but I've seen him be terrible. I know, but I look, look. You were, you were, you you were working. So you didn't see that game against Kansas City? Tannehill looked like freaking Michael Vick, okay? In that fourth quarter. And not only that, he trucked the dude. He trucked the defender to get that two points. I'm sorry. Like, ask your guys, ask your quarterback next year. I think Vrabel's career is on this guy. He's going to go as far as next year. Maybe not this year, but next year, full season. Tannehill's your quarterback. The well, Mario. Remember he's a free agent, so if he comes back next year, it's going to be on a new contract. Okay, I guarantee. Uh, if he comes back next, oh, and remember, I... this season is going to be the biggest free agency quarterback class almost ever. I think. Bra- I think. Uh, I think Mike Vrabel attaches his caboose to uh, Tannehill, and he has his career coaching I career against Jacoby. And I've been saying it for three years now. I want Jacoby over Marcus Mariota. I want Jacoby. I'll give you Jameis. And hear this out. Jacoby and Vrabel have a history. 
I'll give you Jameis. And what other franchise is not afraid to have a black starting up front quarterback? Tennessee. Can you imagine Jacoby coming to Tennessee with Henry and with Brown and Davis? That's assuming Jacoby wants to leave Indy, right? He wants to leave Indy because Indy wants a star quarterback. We don't need a star quarterback. We need the man. We want a Dak Prescott type. That's what I want. That's what we had in Steve McNair. That's what I want. I've, I've been Look, I told you three years ago when Marcus Mariota got on, I said I'd rather have Jameis. Jameis got dropped by Tampa Bay, and I said I want that dude New England Jacoby. Uh, we'll give you well, in Tampa, though, I'm sure they'll give you Jameis. <laughs> <laughs> offer him 80 mil and guarantee him 58 million offer him 80 mil come to Tennessee bro come to Tennessee alright so those are the. let's get to the Sunday night game Green Bay Packers upset alert come, coming off the bye going to San Francisco upset alert Giant or 49ers Doing their thing, bounce back. People calling it Garoppolo versus Brady in the Super Bowl already. Upset alert! Up, 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 upset alert! Well, yeah, yeah. Eight and two versus nine and one. Packers coming off a bye. Niners bearing lucky enough to beat the Cardinals. Yeah, I got Green Bay 33-28. What do you got? Wow, I guess it's not an upset because I got the same team. Aaron Rodgers drives down the field in the fourth quarter, gets inside the 30-yard line, approximately gets to the 27-yard line with one second left on the clock. Field goal. Jimmy comes up small at home. The Packers win 17-14. You got it slow scoring. Low scoring. Oh. A bye like... week. A bye week and a heavy run dose of San Francisco 49ers. 17-14. Bill go to win the game. Aaron Rodgers engineers a fourth quarter victory. Interesting. I think uh I mean Jones. I think Jones is gonna have himself a date. Does this make you mad? So, all right. Next game, final game of the week. (sighs) Is it even going to be a game? The spin cycle himself, Lamar Jackson and the Baltimore Ravens. Can't believe I'm about to say this. Take on the Los Angeles Rams. In the Coliseum. The Rams coming off of a win. Didn't look that strong. The Ravens look unbeaten the last two weeks. 
they, they destroyed the game I thought was going to be a great game between Watson and, and, and Lamar Jackson and Deshaun Watson. I thought that was going to be a good game. That came that, that was a laugher. You know what though? I watched every minute of that Louisville Clemson game. It is by far one of my favorite games that I've ever seen. And I remember saying to myself, and like I said, I can't believe I'm going to say this. I cannot see Lamar Jackson succeeding in the NFL if he continues to stare down wide receivers like he did in that game. He somehow has gotten over that. I've never seen a quarterback get over that tendency so quickly within three years. Because that's a bad habit. And he somehow kicked it. I I see veteran quarterbacks that still stare down. Tom Brady still stares down wide receivers. Lamar Jackson doesn't anymore. Like, I've been watching this film. He actually goes through progressions. I remember Tom Brady early in his career. <laughs> He'll... Heck, when Gronk was on the team, he was to do <laughs> Like, come on. So what's your score? This is what I mean by I can't believe I'm going to say this. I believe. Sorry, my alarm's going off on the clock. Um, I believe in that Ravens defense. That's the reason why I drafted them in their fantasy. They just messed up with me early, but they got it together. Now, Jared Goff, and my favorite line to say about golf is, I play golf, I'm not with golf. My notes here is L.A. trash or golf? I'm not with him, man. He, To me, he's Tom Brady. He's a system quarterback. And this year, I'm sorry, two years ago, 28 touchdowns, 7 picks. Last year, 32 touchdowns, 12 picks. And this year, 11 touchdowns, 10 picks. I think this guy is more of what he is. All of a sudden, he has no run game, and he's average Joe. So that being said, I don't know if L.A. is trash. I do believe golf is. That being said, and with all that, Lamar Jackson has proven he's not trash. Lamar Jackson goes 85 yards. Scores a touchdown to seal the game at 29-24 only because the Rams are going to get an early lead at home. And the Ravens come back and win 29-24 on an exciting Monday night game of football. Okay. That's interesting. Um, I agree with your winner. Um, But not in that fashion. No, um, I have it a little bit. I, 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 my title basically is "Shake It Golf," but it's not enough because I have it forty-two thirty-five 
Um, I, I'm like you. Yeah, yeah. I, 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 like I said, Jared Goff, he's going to shake it off. He's going to shake it off because, I don't know, something something tells me, something tells me this game might as well be the game like last year what you didn't like. Do you remember the game you didn't like? I, 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 help me out here. I don't see it, girl. Do you? Do you do you understand what I'm saying? Yeah, that Chiefs and Rams game. That, but you got to understand, both defenses were terrible. You think Earl Thomas and that Ravens defense is gonna give up 40 points? I said 35, not 40. You think they're gonna give up five touchdowns? Yeah, but I mean, you never know. It could be. It's going to be very interesting. I, I don't think they're going to give up all to the to the offense. I don't think. I think Jared Goff gets three touchdowns. Okay, he has three. So touchdowns. you think Lamar Jackson is throwing picks and or fumbling? Maybe Ingram. No, Ingram ain't giving up the rock in this game. Well, I'm just saying, there's going to be a, a mystery. I, I just, I'm just saying, it's, that's what I have. I have a 42-35. I still have Baltimore winning. I don't have Baltimore not losing, winning. Okay. I can't even drop the mic. I'm gonna drop the pencil. I'm a. I can't drop this mic either because it costs too much. Um, <laughs> but uh, but yeah, folks, <laughs> there is our week twelve NFL picks. I don't, I don't know, man. Like, I, I need a third opinion. Spider Man, what you got? <laughs> we yeah. gonna have. Wait, let me see so you see not see my lips. We gonna have a good game on Monday night. And why Spider-Man is Southern all of a sudden? I don't understand. Wow, Southern Spider-Man. Must be part of that interverse. But I will say this much. My name is not Morales and I'm not from LA. Let's go Baltimore! Thank you, Spidey. Thank you. Spidey on. He been eating eating the Thanksgiving pies a little early. So that those, those are our those are our picks. Thanks for watching on Sports Daddy <laughs> TV on YouTube. Tweet us at Sports Daddy TV on Twitter. Follow us on Sports Daddy TV blog. Um, look out for a couple other shows. Uh, I keep wanting to call you FJB, but you change your name to Joy Two Wallets. Two and this, don't forget his show, um, dot dot dot. And if also don't forget to subscribe to the podcast at Sports Daddy TV presents the Coastal Bros on Spotify, Apple, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts. Um, for Joey Two Wallets, this is Big Chief Daddy. And let's remember we daddy so we can play with toys. That's right. You can play with your toys. Enjoy the games. Spider-Man. Spider-Man. We will talk to you real soon. All right, guys. All right, all right.